Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Rahalastapa. It's Kerry Howard in Bath. Hey, look, we did this one on tour and we're touring loads at the moment. And I'm sure right into the future, whenever you listen to this, I will be on tour unless I'm dead. Uh, sorry if I'm dead. I've come back as a ghost. That'll be more fun when I'm dead. Uh, anyway, go to richtown.com slash gigs. You can find out if I'm coming near to you. And right at the moment, we're doing a Kickstarter to raise money for the 25 shows we've filmed already in 2019. Um, hopefully we can cover a few more of the ones coming up up to the summer as well with this. If you've listened to this podcast and never donated or if you watch the videos and would like them to continue or if you just like loads of cool rewards i mean they're works of art one day probably both me one versus me two snooker and stone clearing will win turner prizes which means that you'll be able to get works of art these will rocket in value if that's the case to hundreds of thousands of pounds uh, and also as well as getting the work of art you get a t-shirt and some videos of me stone clearing and playing snooker against myself and loads of other stuff other artists don't do that do they if vincent van gogh had given away a t-shirt with every painting maybe you would have sold more in his lifetime that's all i'm saying anyway if you want to own some art or just help us make more scatological podcasts go to rahalastaba.co.uk slash kickstarter and you can join the fun there rahalastaba.co.uk Co.uk is a great place to find out more about the podcast too. All right, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. That is what I wanted to say. Welcome for another week to the 
Bath comedian, we came, we liked it so much, we came back <laughs> for another week. Please welcome a man who has just signed a billion dollar deal to make his badger based Hardman show. It's, go, it's going really well, just backstage. It's Richard Herring! <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, God, just so much better than last week's audience. So it's, they were cunts. They're all cunts. Uh, so welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, lovely to be back in Bath. I always love coming here. Uh, and it's um, welcome to Richard Herring's Licking Sherpa Tenzing podcast. Be later on. That's going to be happening later on. So I think he's just a skeleton now. But still, that'll be making him easier to lick in a way. Uh, although... I was at the Herschel Museum of Astronomy in Bath just before this show. Uh, you know, Uranus, Uranus was discovered in Bath. Did you know that Uranus was? Did you know that? Uranus was discovered in Bath. Like, do, you, do you know about that? <laughs> Looks like it's about to get discovered after the show as well for, this, uh, for like next year. I was hanging out with some of the guys from the William Herschel Society. Uh, they call it Rahelastapa, and they, they also call it Uranus, but they're not fooling anyone. Caroline did all the work. That's a little science-based book joke for you there. <laughs> Caroline Herschel. Of course, uh, William Herschel, who didn't discover it, was Caroline Herschel. She's the best one. No? Controversial. Yeah, I know. Jane Austen didn't write the books. It was Ian Austen, her husband, who wrote, <laughs> wrote all the books. Um, it, 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 William Herschel called uh, Uranus Georgium Sidious. I don't need to tell you that, right? Meaning George's star or planet after King George. Didn't need to tell Bath, they knew that. That's, uh, that's what they're best, no- best known for here. Someone else who called it Uranus, which is embarrassing either way. Either he realised it was called Uranus, and that would be funny. That's quite embarrassing. Or he didn't realise it was the Uranus sounded funny, which is worse, isn't it? So it's, it's one of the two. <laughs> Whoever called Uranus, Uranus. Sounds like Uranus. <laughs> helping you out with that. Right, uh, we've got a fantastic guest for you this week. Uh, we, she's probably best known as the party girl in Peacock Season, the, <laughs> the Richard Herring vehicle that you may be aware of. I also starred in that film. That could be my best known as as well, of course. But sadly, it is my best known as. <laughs> Will you please welcome Kerry Howard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bath's own. <laughs> Sit down, pick up a microphone. You have to talk into a microphone. I forgot about that film. Yeah. I, I never got paid for that. Did you not? I don't think I did either. In fact, I think Bastards. I did it and someone said, oh, it's a, something, they were getting paid. And I said, oh, I'm not getting paid. No. It was, a, it was a film about the Edinburgh Fringe. I, th- I think those guys have gone on to start making like, what I would call some proper films. Yeah, it's, they it's available do real films. It's available on Go Faster Stripe if you want to see it. Yeah. What, what, what was your role as Party Girl? I... I literally can't remember. I think, uh, like, I had to let a comedian look at my tits okay. and, and go, <laughs> you. It was, I think it was it that. Was, it was pre-Me Too. Uh, yeah, so it's, it, was, uh, it was definitely Me Too. But, like, they're making real films and they haven't asked us. I know, so it's terrible. Them. A bit it's rude. Awful. It's awful. Sort terrible. yourself out. Anyway, backstage you were telling me you're best known as a ventriloquist that couldn't ventriloquise. <laughs> ventriloquise. I know, I couldn't ventriloquise. Well, hang on. This is, right, this is, I, my way into this industry is so, like, mental, but this is genuinely how I managed to get my agent. I got, I opened, I bought the stage magazine when I first moved to London, and it was 
filled with ads on like to be a table dancer and and every week I'd be like mm, maybe I could do that but I didn't um but then one week there was this uh, ad to, that said learn to be a ventriloquist um in two weeks BBC three sitcom open casting and you never have open castings for like BBC like they just, people don't do open castings and this was Susan when was it like 15 years ago Susan 2007. That's why Susan's here. She's my <laughs> That was the year I got a champagne bottle. Uh, oh! That's the same year, same year. Simpatico with the... No. <clears throat> I was the bar lady. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Imagine. Here you go for your anus. <laughs> Enjoy. It's all, anus, it's all your anus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went along to this open audition because I thought, fuck it, I could do that. I've never done ventriloquism. Like, I can't even say the word, so <laughs> it's going to be good for me, right? Um, and Ken Campbell was there. Amazing. And he was doing a workshop teaching all these girls to um, learn how to do it. And luckily, I've got an overbite, which means buck teeth. So you can kind of, like, hide your tongue and, and like, try and do it. Because you're like, hello, I can kind of do it. Hi, I'm talking. Am I doing it? It was good. It was hey, I, could, I should actually... Maybe I should do a Netflix show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I got the job, and like a week later, I was in Glasgow doing a hidden camera show um, for, for, like... It's like a sting, a sting show, and it doesn't really work because you're ventriloquizing in front of people and it's like angry Scottish people like, why aren't you moving your mouth, you witch? <laughs> um, and I'm like, there's cameras. And then the director's like, don't say there's cameras, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, you know, and, and a month later, it was on BBC Three <laughs> at one o'clock and no one watched it. So oh. cracking beginning. <laughs> well, fight. it must be on YouTube. No, it's not. Is it not? Susan, we'll Susan, it. where is it? It's dead. Can we find a copy, Susan? It's awful. This, and there might be someone called Susan out there or not. We don't know. But it might just be... <laughs> I remember now, I think the reason why I got the job is because my um, sort of like banter to break the audition would... I don't know why I thought this was a really good way to kind of break the ice with casting directors. I would always be like, hey, I can do a dolphin slash monkey impression. And, um, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, I want to hear it. Yeah, I'll do it. But this got me the job, and it was in the show. I say, I haven't done this in years. (laughs) Okay, let's have some bubbles. It's going to be really shit now. (laughs) You're welcome. It was different times. Where's Ardman? Where is he? Peter. (laughs) It was different times back then. The casting couch was was very much based... On what animals you could do. It was a simpler time. It was a then it went a bit time. seedy and then everyone, hey, come on, let's, let's go back to making them do animal sounds. That was... That was oh, good. Was yeah, Ken Campbell's an amazing man. I was a yeah. massive fan of Ken Campbell's. Well, I didn't know he was Ken Campbell. Yeah. I just thought he was just some random old dude that was a little bit smiley. Um, and he sort of like invited me back to his house to do some training. And I, I bet was like, he did. Yeah, I right, mate. Did. But I could have like, he could have given me the keys to comedy and I could have been in there straight away yeah. and felt up. But, you know, <laughs> I chose the scenic route. So... Maybe. I didn't get felt I up. think he was, you know, of all the people who got off with young women, he was one of the nicer ones. He so was, it's he was, just... he was. His eyebrows were insane. They though. were. They were like, Hink. it's true. True story. He was, a, he was a genius, an absolute genius. Yeah. I wish I, I did go back to. Yeah. No, like. 
He probably wouldn't even, I wouldn't have been the, one of the girls that he picked. Just, I had the talent, no. but not attractive enough. <laughs> so it's a bit of a sting. No. Uh, so we should talk about your brother, uh, Daniel. Daniel, yeah. my twin brother. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know you were a twin till today. So I'm very excited about your twin brother. I don't care about the other brother. He's a douche. <laughs> Um, but what's it like being a twin? Is that all right? It's all right, yeah. to be honest. Um, there's only two years difference between me and... The, and your twin. And the, <laughs> no, actually, uh, well, two weeks difference between me and my twin. So my mum, this... Oh, I've dined out on this story so many times. Oh, my mum ovulated twice in one month. So I was conceived, and then two weeks later, Daniel was conceived. But if she was a bit of a slut, we could have had different dads, but we didn't. <laughs> same dad, boring. Um, but we were born at the same time, but Daniel was really prem and could have died. <laughs> but he didn't. So you but, pushed him out, basically. You yeah, were your two yeah. weeks. I was really fat and ready, and he was like, just a skull. That like, can't be a real. Yeah. That can't. That's a West the pictures, Country. Thing. Looking back in the pictures, it was like, you know, burn it. It's a creature <laughs> that ain't a baby. <laughs> I was beautiful, but you know, put it. <laughs> and does Daniel? What does this Daniel work in? Everyone else in your family seems to work in show business. Does Daniel work in show business? No, he's like an. I think he's an IT consultant. You think he's an IT consultant? I don't he's, pay attention. He's one of my audience. That's... <laughs> yeah. How wonderful. He does, he's on the phone. Yeah. And I'm, as soon as he starts talking about his job, I'm like... <laughs> but then, as soon as I start talking about my work, he's like... <laughs> so we just don't pay attention to each other. It's a beautiful relationship. <laughs> Twins are allowed to go that way. Do you have... Uh, are you psychic with each other because you shared the womb together? Mm-mm. Well, I, I believed I was. Okay. But I think that's because I'm But he kept saying, no, I, yeah, you're not, no, no, I'm he, not thinking yeah, Daniel would always discount it, like, nope, that never happened. I'd be like, no, I sensed it. And um, no, no, we're not, if truth be told. How many times do you get asked if you're an identical twin with your twin brother? Probably lots when I was nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> but never now. Oh, good. Good. Uh, so... <laughs> You have worked with your other brother, though. I with have. Russell, Russell Howard. Yeah. Do you know, if you know Russell Howard, no. He's not. He's not really doing much. Uh, he's not. He's not up to much. No. Um, he's quite a nice boy. He's all right. I, I, he last well, one of the times I was at the comedian recently, he was in town and he called me up, and I went and had uh, some barbecue ribs with him and your mum and dad. So I, I've, met, I, I've met your whole family apart from Daniel. So I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to, to seeing in the front row. To be fair. One day, if, it's, uh, if he works in IT. Uh, so <laughs> My dad works in IT uh, as well. Does he? Yeah, yeah. So, they work so, so Russell, you've done, you did a, a, did a, a film together on, uh, called A Gert Lush Christmas, yeah. which we don't need to explain here in Bath. Or oh, maybe a little bit. Cause maybe. We, no don't, we, don't, we don't talk like that here. <laughs> it's a bit Bristol for us. Um, a, a very good Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah, a really it is lovely, a very, a really charming it's a very Christmas. Big good Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lush. Lush. Um So that's what was it like having to act alongside your brother? And you're playing his sister. So I was you playing, playing yourself. So I, no, I wasn't. It was based on um, one of my second cousins, Carly, really. Um, but the this description of uh, Julie. Um, bear in mind, she's a Bristolian hairdresser, so she's got a lot of jive in her. Um, <laughs> but Russell wrote this part for me. The description of her, knowing that it would be me, was a slightly dumpy, plain girl. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not the character, and bullshit, that's not me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bitter. 
that very good actor though. What the fuck was that about? I was very good. You could pull that off. Um, and it's, I saw a bit where you were rubbing noses with them and stuff. It was a weird. Yeah, brother. that was a bit weird. Yeah. That was that was. Weird. And that's we, your we're real not, brother. We're not very. We're not tactile at all. Russell doesn't like to be touched, and like it's just like it's a weird thing. So to have to do that in front of like twenty crew and like cast, you're like, oh, we don't do this. It was weird. <laughs> no. It was weird. I think I nearly wrote on that. I met I met with Russell in Starbucks in Shepherd's Bush Green. Yeah. To talk about possibly working on something oh, really? together. Then never heard from him again. Never, so never it's, happened. Uh, it's, wow. My writing, my writing career is not going very well. I have to say at the moment, I had bad, bad news this week as well. So I try, I try and pull. My... Actually, you auditioned for me as well, and you didn't get it as either. Oh, oh fuck yes! Oh yeah, <laughs> I was really good. You were really good. You I were, think I was too good. You that were, was the trouble. You were, <laughs> you were definitely in the top two, but the, the, oh, don't say that. Only, oh, that's horrible. I almost got the job. <laughs> I just wasn't that good enough. But you know, nothing came of it, so we did. Yeah, we filmed sorry. ten minutes, so you know. Aww. But good director as well. Yeah, Al Campbell, good. Al, Campbell, who, did who directed Gert Lush. He did. There you go. Nice guy. He's very good. Very good. Well, we know might something might happen with it eventually. Don't, you that know, one. don't don't lose hope. You know, this is I'm going 50, all right. I'm 52. Yeah, this is just me dicking around. <laughs> Everything I work hard at. I come to Bath with my hard worked. Oh frig, I'm 50. <laughs> I might fill the bottom up down here. That's quite good. And oh, just come and mess around, Rich. Look at all these cunts up there. Where were you lot <laughs> last year when it snowed? Oh, we couldn't get in. I feel like I'm in a, a weird therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely here in Bath. It's, no, it's amazing. It's, you know, more, like, I just shouldn't. I, why I don't know why I ever bothered writing stand-up shows. I, I know you should get, just do this. Just get local celebrities yeah. and be slightly rude to them. <laughs> people just be markedly rude, but slightly charming. It's fine. Um, you're, you're, the reason you got into acting was because you did better at your A-levels than you expected. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Russell fucking told you that. <laughs> I always wanted to be an actress, um, but um, I, no one expected me to do very well. So I was going to do a Filton Art Foundation right. at, at Filton um, College, and I was really excited about it because actually I'm a really good painter. Well, I, I, ha- I haven't painted in ages. You lose your talent. It's a muscle. I need to get back to it. Um, but uh, then I got really good results, which, which was a shocker. And then, and then Russell was just like, she can get through to clearing. Get her out, get her out. And then before I knew it, I was in the pub, like cheering all, all my mates going, yay, don't have to do anything. Because basically a foundation year in art is just a dick about, really. <laughs> just get a year to fuck around, it's lush. Um, but then I came home, like, you're going to do drama in Edgewell Hill. Like, Edge- not, no, Edgewell, oh, I can't even remember the college. That's good. It's, it's that, it was that shit. Um, and then, before I knew it I was in like Liverpool Ormskirk this obscure village outside Liverpool doing a three year drama degree which wasn't a drama degree it was like for teachers really and I was the most talented thing there (laughs) there were some people there that were just couldn't even like smile they had nothing no ugh no other. And no then other. I came down to London thinking yeah. I was fabulous, and then everyone's fucking fabulous in London. <laughs> I was just mediocre. That's the truth. I don't think that's tr- yes, true it's at all. The truth. Are there any other famous alumni actors from your college? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm the only one. I and every year that... they're like, can we, can we have an interview? And I'm like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, you I've can. Seen, I've seen the interview. That's in fact where I got gleaned that piece of information. Uh, it's, in that, <laughs> it's in that interview with Edgehill College. Yes. Uh, so, I've got go. a massive face in yeah. it. <laughs> 
My face is shrunk. So That's what, what you're saying is age. don't go. If you want to be an actor, don't go don't to go, that kind of place. If you want to be a teacher, okay. go there. It's okay. a really good place to go. But if you want to be an actress, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> really great charity shops, though. Eight charity shops in Ormskirt, mate. Eight. It's probably a bit too far for you guys to go <laughs> to take all your once worn clothes no actually Bath is really your good your bonnets no Bath is really good for like charity shops yeah. because rich ladies so yes. you can pick up some designers for nothing yeah. it's great yeah well you live in Bath now so yes, you're living I your back do. we were born in Bristol live in Bath is no, that right? no no I was in born in Yeovil oh were you even better Yeovil yeah I'm proper West Country yeah I've been there but I was born there <laughs> <laughs> um, you were um, born then and immediately evacuated <laughs> like get out get out it's Yeovil <laughs> um then, like, we lived in Temple Coombe, Weymouth, and then we ah, went Weymouth. to Bedford, and then oh. Hampshire, and then South Gloucestershire, and then that was it, really. And then back to Bath. Were you uh, from a criminal family? <laughs> I, think, I, I think, well, you've met my dad. I think he's, like, James Bond. Okay. Because he never talks about his career. He's always in a suit. He's very... He doesn't talk, yeah. so he's killed. Um, <laughs> classic. He's quite buff. Yeah. For a guy of his age, like, why do you need to be buff over 60? You're an assassin. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so probably that's where we get the money. It's blood money. What, you... <laughs> no, it's not. This is a lie. <laughs> Might be true. Might be uh, true. If it's true, he's just been rubbed out. I mean, this is... <laughs> yeah, shit. Oh, you get home, he won't be there. The Russians will kill him. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Okay. There's a very just good cathedral in Bath, so the Russians might come. They love cathedrals, those guys, don't they? <laughs> Don't, if you want, don't want to be assassinated by the Russians, don't live in a place with a lovely cathedral. That's asking for it. <laughs> There's a lovely cathedral here. And baths and everything. What do you, what do you like about, the, uh, about baths? I just, it's, well, you know, it's not a city. That's what I love about it. It's a jumped up village, really, babes. I mean, you could be in the city centre and then you look up and it's all the trees and hills and, and everybody knows each other. Like, everyone says hello to you. Like, even the co-op till assistant are friendly, you know. I end up spilling up my life to them and it's just like, they're just asking if I want a bag and I'm just like, yeah, I got so much baggage. Um, but they're, you know, they're open and they don't push me out. I like Bath. Who is your favourite famous resident of Bath that you've seen in Bath? Apparently, I hear Chris Marshall is a Bathonian. He? Yes, he is. I've, I've, I saw him in a car and I was like, oh, he's an actor! <laughs> that's what happens isn't it you just think Ooh. but I've not actually met a real Anthony like, Head lives here does he yeah tried to get him on uh, and you got Didn't, me do sorry no, I got you first you oh? were first I'm Pe- like yes Peter, Peter Lord was the spare uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter Gabriel must live somewhere near here does he still is he does dead he? Is he, are you Peter Gabriel <laughs> I love you. Just you look, you go, but it's him, it's him. I mean, he's gone through some looks, but I'm not sure he's. I thought you might be Charles Manson, to be fair. But there's no, there's no, there's no swastika. It's fine. And is he dead? I don't know. Is he did? Is he, is he still going, or is he dead? He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Like his victims. We've got a novelist in the house, though. You've got a... A novelist. Have we? A famous novelist. Who's that? Francesca Buman is in the okay, house. Okay, novelist. She wrote The History of the Pineapple and many other... Oh, yes, made, yes, yeah. of course. Ooh. There you go, there you go. Wow, she got you on. 
You should have, yeah. We'll swap. Fran, come down, we'll swap. Tag, tag me. <laughs> She's actually very good. <laughs> um, right. What, so Russell has done a show travelling around the world with your mum. Yes. Yes. So this is... He took my childcare away. <laughs> I am livid. <laughs> She's back now. In the kitchen. Will there be more series or are you saying she can't go? because she's like, <laughs> I'm like, please don't. I've come back for your childcare. No, he's going to do a world tour and then they'll probably do Europe next year, which will be fine because I'll, I'll sort myself out then. Okay. Why, why it gives don't, me a year. <laughs> don't you think you should do a show going around the world with your dad? He'll kill people. Is it strange your mum getting in on the, on the action? It is, but then I actually really love it because yeah. she has genuinely been a housewife her whole life and she would never have gone to India she'd just go Spain and England Spain and England <laughs> so he's exposed her to all these like interesting cultures and it's really given her a renaissance and she's a beautiful wonderful funny naturally funny human and I love that the world gets to see my mum and to see <laughs> that's where we get our joy de vie from like that is mum she's yeah. our comedy button her womb is comedy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's funny as yeah. well. well. I just thought that extra two weeks, you might have been cooked for two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, two more. it's IT, then really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fortnight makes all the difference. It's true. It's astonishing. I do that. It can't be true that it's it two different ovulations. It is, it is, it is. That it's makes genuine. you, that there's makes a, her the a... Virgin Mary or something. Oh, the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. <laughs> It's the opposite. The slaggy Mary. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there is a term for it, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, we're not normal twins. We're twins, though. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. Now, now I'm suspicious that you're not twins. We are twins, though. We are twins. Uh, <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> um, and you had a go at stand-up, is that right? Did you try stand-up very early on? Yes. How did that? Because there's another stand-up called Kerry Howard. I know, there is. So I thought, at I the found st- the stand-up and then it was someone else. No, it was someone else. And she literally lasted for a year and then just disappeared. 
<laughs> I killed her. Because <laughs> her ne- every time you Googled my name, hers popped up straight away. And I was like, fuck, and I had no credits. And it was always fucking her. Now she's dead in the water. My credits have run so wide and long. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, I hope she didn't drown or something. Because that, that was seems now. very it's tasteless. Awful. <laughs> no. Now she's dead in the water. It's Maybe. fine, it's fine. Um, I did try stand-up only because Russell came home one day and just dropped this massive film script in front of me, Wimbledon, and was like, oh, I've oh, got an audition for this. And I was like, ah, I've wanted to be an actress all my life. And he's like, done stand-up for a couple of years and they're asking him to be in fucking films. And honestly, he's like, oh, can you help me, like, coach me? And I opened up the script and this is the arrogance of a comedian. He'd rewritten everything. <laughs> they, you know, it takes five years to write this script before it goes into the casting process. And he's like, yeah, I can do this in half an hour. <laughs> it was just like, you're not going to... James McAvoy got the part. But it was yeah. down to him and was James. It? Yeah. Wow. Um, but that was my triggering point where I was like, so if I go on the stage, I might get an audition. Because at that point, it was a closed shop for me. So I just used it. I hauled it just to get contacts. And I did about five gigs and that's all I needed to do, bitch. Because <laughs> it was... It's, I, don't, I didn't like the process of it, really. Um, I found myself building up towards the day of the gig, just thinking about my type five. And you just get obsessed with everything becoming a, a joke. So then you can't have a normal interaction because you think, how can I use that? How can I use that? And I just... I, I thought, oh... And it was just a bit too introspective. And I love sharing with people um, as much as I'm a show-off. But I, I like acting with other people and I like being a part of a team and comedy. Yeah. If you're slightly depressive, which I can be sometimes, mm-hmm. is not the best place. So I did it for what I needed and then I got out fast. <laughs> well, a lot of people do that, not necessarily in five kids. Yeah. I mean, I think you realise... I, I didn't like it when I first started. Yeah. And I preferred like, doing sketches and working yeah. with other people. And so it took, me, it took me a long time to come back to it. Weirdly, yeah. when I came back to it, Russell, I'd give with Russell all the time. Russell yeah, was, you grew up, Russell like, was Russell just, grew up with Russell was just kind of becoming big and was mm. doing loads of comparing. But it was before he was famous. Yeah. It's like 2004 or something like that. So I'd gig with him a lot, but he was so impressive. Yeah. He was, he was so good He's, at that He was stage. mental. Yeah. He, was, he was mental, but yeah. he was obsessed with it. But then you have to be. And I wasn't quite... I wanted to be an actress. So you can't really go into the comedy world with that verve of, I don't want to really be this. You have to absolutely want to be yeah, that I think, if I you're going to succeed. And yeah. Otherwise, get the fuck off stage. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, okay. you know, you, you have... I mean, you've been working very consistently... And you've had two kids in the last four or five years, yeah. so you've still managed to get going your career with, through that, which is incredible as well. Because, um, you know, I've got two and no one's employing me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't give me a fucking job, though, I didn't mate. Give me a job. I looked, she said, well. <laughs> then the one we employed got pregnant. Oh, oh, I know. You can't win with just right for men. That's the, <laughs> That's what I decided to Actually, do. actually, I was hiding my pregnancy at the time, oh, yeah. so, you know. Yeah, just reading my scripts makes women pregnant. That is what, that's what <laughs> happens. That's how, that's how good they are. Um, but will, people will know you from him and her. I think yes. it's probably your breakout role. Yeah, that, that, was my, that, was, that, that was the thing that really kind of gave me a job, really. Yeah. A career. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because actually, like, nowadays, you can be in quite high pro... I think, like, nothing gets millions and millions of viewers no, no. so Him and Her was a fantastic sitcom uh, it was on BBC 3 BBC 3 and yeah I think it was 
Was it before online or just... Yeah, I think after, it was. I think it was just before. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody would have watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she was just such a delicious cunt. <laughs> and it was nice. Yeah. It was nice to play that because it's so against type. <laughs> and it's an amazing... Car, the central cast of that is, you know, Sarah Solomon yeah, and um, yeah. Russell Tovey. Yeah. She, she definitely got me the job because you have to do chemistry reads and obviously Sarah and Russell were already cast and she had to cast her, do chemistry reads for her sister and she, the loads of actresses came in um, but we, she did the read-through of Reggie Perrin which was one of my first uh, jobs as Jasmine but she was obviously too young to be Jasmine but I, she loved me in the read-through and that was my first ever, and she'd been around for years but I was still a newbie and when I came in to audition for Laura, she basically then sabotaged everyone's audition because <laughs> she just wanted me to play Laura. <laughs> That's good. I know. She, I, I, thanks, Sarah. <laughs> it it <laughs> does work. You know, there's a lot, the, the little thing, when Pete was saying that, the little thing about nepotism, which isn't... You need it. Like, yeah, you need, you need friends and you oh, need God. alliances yeah. within, within everything yeah. for things yeah. to work out. It is interesting. And that's because Rob Brydon, who you haven't seen yet, but was on the... the, the the good London one. Uh, it, the proper, it was on the proper one. The uh, real one. <laughs> I'm joking, kind of. And it's, uh, you're not, you're not. <laughs> but he was a do great. Scott got him a job real in like a man in a crowd yeah. in, uh, you know, in a film. And it is, it is that, you know, you, but that's, you need to have that chemistry with people as well. So if you yeah. know you've got chemistry with someone... And they like what... to be around you because yeah. a set is a very boring thing. Exactly, so if yeah. you've got someone that's going to be fun who doesn't take themselves too seriously, you're just like, oh, I, I want that person yeah. around. Well, I think everyone should employ Paul Putner, who was in my stuff as the Curious Orange and other things. <gasps> I but, used to uh... love him! <laughs> yeah. But he is not only fantastic anyway, but he's such fun to have on a, a set... Because he's got a lot of stories, but also if there's a famous person on the set, he will uh, he will ask the famous person the questions you're not meant to ask them oh, and get that. away with it, and it's brilliant. And they don't mind. You'll ask the most, you know. Have you wiped your bum? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. But they'll just ask about the, the jobs that you want them to ask about. You might ask them that. I don't know, but. Uh... Um, but yeah, so unless you're talking about Reggie Perrin, you also did Hyacinth Bouquet. Oh yeah. So that you've was a re- weird you've one. recreated two roles yeah. from the past and gone back and done two. I mean, it was very good that I saw the Hyacinth Bouquet and you were very good. Yeah. It didn't get picked up. No, but... But it was a weird... It was, it a, was weird, a weird... It was a it was weird a, uh, season, was, I would yeah. say. It was an unnecessary season. <laughs> but to, for me, it was a brilliant thing to, to prove... Because coming from Laura, everyone just thought, that's all you can play. And then to do that, it's so divorced from that. It just goes, I can act, motherfuckers. So for me, yeah. it was just, a, you know... A wanking acting job. Do you, would you, did you worry? Because like the, the one that was bad was Are You Being Served, which had a lot of my friends yeah. in it. That was yeah, bad. Yeah, I know. And it was really, yeah, that was, it's, I mean, it's it was always just shocking wor- when you're friends in a show. <laughs> and when you see them, you go, yeah! <laughs> okay, do you want a drink? <laughs> and Good Night Sweetheart was actually quite good and didn't get picked up. Yeah. It was quite good. It was quite good. It wasn't as good as Good Night, Good Night Sweetheart, Good, good Night, Good Night Sweetheart, Sweetheart. <laughs> But that's been now made by Richard Curtis. Uh, yeah. 
But yes, it's a weird yesterday. premise, though. Bigamy. Like, why is that run? Like, I don't understand it. Because, you know, I did, we all want to have sex with other people. That <laughs> yeah, is what it's about. In the, it. in the past, where it's safe. <laughs> That's where we want to do it. It's okay. Except that one time when his wife got through Duckett's Passage <laughs> and the two wives met, apart from that one time. No, 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 good night, sweetheart. <laughs> Did you did you worry about taking that role or just think do you just when it's hyacinth bouquet you think this is I just is this gonna I, be I grew up impersonating her, so I was right. never like, oh I can't do this. It was something that I always dicked around with. So I, I just didn't feel I didn't think about it too much, which is the best thing to do <laughs> yeah. until I was on set and like Sandy Johnson was like, I think you're trying to do an impression. I was like, I thought that was what I was supposed to fucking do. <laughs> I was like, shit. Okay, find the truth. Uh, but she's a grotesque. Um, so yeah, that was that was my wobble moment, and then then I thought I'd, I'd really fucked up. I thought I'd just done a real ham job of it, and then when it came out, everyone was quite um, kind, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of interesting that that you know that people are going back to old sitcoms. I mean, even Alan Partridge, which is the new series coming out, at least they're doing something completely different with yeah, it, yeah, and making it current. And but it's sort of there's this propensity to try and go backwards yeah. even, even when some things that aren't old sitcoms but are in the style of old sitcoms yeah it just doesn't it's quite sort of work. strange well, you know but obviously like him and her and witless is it was a, yeah, was a, was a great yeah, new yeah yeah that's that, that's done now that's is it done all? though because it was a thriller sitcom and it, was yeah. def- and it was a trilogy so you can't really go back i mean i've kind of said to the writers so leanne's in spain and like 10 years later she's gonna knock on rona's door and rona's got kids and she's like what happened is and drag her back into this this <laughs> right. mad world so there's there's another but they're writing another thing for me at the moment which is oh, really cool. yeah so it's nice it's nice that i've got a relationship with writers now that we know what we can do, and so we've yeah. The next idea is really interesting and grown up, which I quite like. Cool. But you write as you write as well. You write your yes, own stuff. Yes. Yes. So you're writing anything? Are you working on anything? Yeah, I'm working with Lucy Montgomery at the moment. Oh. Yes. Do you want to audition me and then not give me the part? <laughs> oh, <well, really? laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, so yeah. So and you did, you did? Was it just a one-off? The sketch show you did? Uh, the, yes. Yeah, it was a one-off. Because yeah. I've seen some clips from that. We yeah. did. You're playing lots of different. You played yeah. a man. I played a man. Yeah. Which is quite freaky. I, I I really I loved that that character, the pervy character. It was a really funny t- like it was a weird time because I just was like so cocksure that I was going to get my own sketch show because it was banging. Um, and then it never happened and then, I, and then everyone just stopped making sketch shows yeah. which is really sad because I, I grew up on the fast show Harry Enfield like I just don't understand why they don't exist anymore they're brilliant yeah it's because it's cheaper it's, t- to, it's, it's cheaper, cheaper to do a narrative <laughs> and to, to do reality TV yeah yeah so then, you know, it's and it's weird because sketch shows should be, and you know, what our sketch show was almost, and the fast show we were on the same time, yeah. And we were the all, the last ones that were given like a proper budget, so we could spend like loads of money, yeah, to having a big pie in Shrewsbury. <laughs> it was a lot of money, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sketch, and we shot about twenty minutes worth as well, so. It's, I don't think we had the fan there, extra footage. But yes, I think, you know, because it was, I think you were, it was sort of in the fast show vein, you're, yeah, in, in there yeah. was going to be lots oh, of characters absolutely, doing. Absolutely, absolutely. It was yeah. like what I grew up on. It, is, it's, it is sort of weird. It's sort of sad, I think, that, uh, you know, comedians as well can't get stand up shows and can't, can't really get sketch shows. No, no. It just sort of, I mean, stand up is a, an, an end in itself. Well, there's well. this new show on ITV that's like a stand up's allowed to, like, 
turn their stand-up into a sketch. And I've kind of seen the trailer of it, and it just doesn't seem authentic because it's cutting to the stand-up joke and then going back to the sketch, and everyone's a bit overacting. And it's yeah, like, yeah. that's the beauty of sketches. It's like, like even Victoria Wood, it's rooted in reality, and that's why you love it, because you go, oh, my God, I know that person. Yeah. And anyway. <laughs> um, though you have done uh, Drunk History, which is sort of like a sketch yes. show. So you've done that yeah. a couple of times. They... Yes. That's the best job, apart, <laughs> apart from this gig. They genuinely pay you very good money for like a couple of hours to get pissed. Yes, please. <laughs> and does it generally work on whatever you say they do, or are they feeding you any ideas? Or no, just they, they, they give you the idea, they give you the, the history, yeah. and then like if you have a brain, you have a little idea about what you're going to do and then on the night you take a Susan and you spill your vomit out and Susan goes don't use that don't use that don't use the bit where she's filleting something and you know you're fine so you had Queen Victoria the one I saw was Queen Victoria yeah it was a bit (laughs) it was a bit risque it was yeah but I had fun (laughs) that's the thing because I'm not a stand up when I get asked to do these kind of things I don't have to be funny so I'm just like I'm just having fun nobody has any expectation of me to be funny so it's it's a joy yeah it's a joy I'd hate to be a comedian because you have to be funny no you don't you don't (laughs) Once, if you get one laugh every 15 to 20 minutes. You're, you're, you're okay. That's the heartbeat. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm still alive. That's what you're aiming for. Uh, I'm going to ask you some emergency questions. Oh, shit. oh, look, I'll do it from the back of this book. Don't ask me about oxide. I won't ask you an oxide Don't question. Don't fucking ask Sometimes, me about oxide. What is the strangest place a cat has licked you? <laughs> what? Repeat. What is the strangest place a cat has licked you? Oh, I don't like cats. Okay. My dad used to say, we da- thank you, but it's not really good. My dad used to throw potatoes at cats when they got in the garden because they're, they're, no, that's not Ray. Don't hurt cats. So I have this innate hatred, but I don't understand why, but it's because of the potato throwing. <laughs> why was I the potatoes? Did he have some potatoes on him at all times in case <laughs> always, he saw a cat? Always, always, always have a bag of potatoes in case the cats okay. come around your garden. Always. Um, yeah, okay, I'll ask you another question from the back of my book. Then, then you, uh, what is the weirdest reason that you've ever skived off school? Did, oh, you, did you skive off school? I'm yes, thinking you skived loads, off school. Loads, like when I was at sixth form. But this is because I really loved my mum and I really loved light lunch. And I used to just run back home and just go sit, have my lunch with my mum and watch <laughs> light lunch not go round the bike sheds and have a doobie and be cool. No, no, no. Run home to be with my mum for three hours and watch light lunch. Aww. And talk about what we're going to have for tea whilst we're eating our lunch. <laughs> and I still do that with my mum. I live with my mum. Oh, God. Oh, 36. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> All do right. you do that? When you eat your breakfast, do you think, what am I going to have for my dinner? Um, yes, I'm yeah. just thinking about it's food It's a universal constantly. thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right, guys? Uh, but when you've got kids as well, as you know, you're just yes. planning meals all the, it's just all me, the time. All the time. Just fill it. Fill and my it. son just eats... Con- my son would never stop eating if, no, you, they, just, if you gave him food. Yeah, you give them food eat. and then straight away they're like, I'm hungry! Like, they've never eaten. But my daughter wasn't like that, but my son, if, you, if he sees you eating anything, yeah. he won't shut up until you give him whatever it is. Oh, he, really? he has to have some of the thing. And he'll usually have a crack at it, whatever it is. 
I gave oh, him some. Good. I so, was eating some licorice the other day, which you wouldn't like. You don't like licorice. I know that about you. <laughs> um, and he ate licorice. He ate licorice. He's 16 months old. He went, wow. Yeah. Idiot. No, my just kid. greedy. <laughs> so he's got the herring greedy genes. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. It's quite good. I think he's got the Wilkins slim genes, though. So there we go. So it's going to work out all right. What is the unhappiest animal you've ever seen at a zoo? Ooh, all of them, mate. Yeah. They're in a zoo. They're in a prison, they are. basically, aren't they? So but sometimes they're... you see a really sad Okay, one, probably. Like a mentally ill... <laughs> mentally I Ill saw one. a mentally ill zebra Actually, no, I... Snade. Where? At Whipsnade Zoo. I was at Whipsnade Zoo. There was a zebra standing in the corner looking at the wall. Fuck. It was there. <laughs> no zebra should be doing that. Shouldn't do that. Oh. Gosh. I mean, I saw a penguin recently and he was just swimming into the glass. Yeah. And that's like, you know, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. So I did. They're good, they're good, you know. <laughs> Zoos are good. I've become a member of Whipsnade Zoo. They're good, but, you know, there's some crazy animals in there. Yeah. I mean, you would be. Yeah. There's this some, essentially there's some is a zoo right now. There's some space to run around. It's fine. It's yeah, all it's fine. fine. Just um, give me some bread. OK. Shall I ask you what was the worst thing a teacher ever said or did to you at school? Uh, Probably the worst thing a teacher ever said to me, actually. Yeah. The worst thing. I was... How old was I? 16 sixth form and the dr- drama teacher was driving me home that's normal right <laughs> <laughs> and he was giving me sort of an analyst a character analyst of me as a person and he was like the trouble with you Kerry is you're all silly aren't you you're all silly you could never be sexy which I was just like <laughs> run out the car it's interesting the way that um, you know I think things that teachers say to you can like I think the older you get, the more the thing anyone can say to you, especially when you're young, and that sticks with you yeah, for, yeah, for ages. All my twenties, I thought I was just like not attractive because some fucking middle-aged man said I wasn't sexy. It was bizarre. Yeah, it's strange. My, my games teacher, well, games teachers are horrible. My dad was my headmaster at my school, Kings oh. of Wessex. Anyone in for the Kings of Wessex? Yeah, oh. good. There are some. Um, he was the headmaster when I was at school, and so the games teachers sort of. Were delighted in slightly tormenting me. Yeah. But I remember one of them saying, I was sitting down, he said, Oh, you're not need. The headmaster's son is not need. I don't think I even particularly was. It yeah. Was just, it's the way it was just because uh, I had huge uh, testicles. <laughs> so I couldn't, I just couldn't actually get my legs together. Was it you who said it? My dad's a PE teacher. Is he a PE teacher? Is he a dick? Yeah, but he's a retired dick. He's not retired from being a dick, is he? <laughs> you don't go, Oh, I'm going to hang up my being a dick hat. And be a nice guy. Where was he? Where was he? The PE teacher. <laughs> Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Okay, you've come a long way. He never raped anyone. <laughs> oh, God. It's gone. It's just one of the good ones. <laughs> you seem very sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh dear. We, we may have to lose that bit. <laughs> Please don't. Oh, please that was my one moment of fame. Yeah. This, is going to be, this is going to get put in the British Library, mate, this podcast. You know <laughs> in a thousand years' time, people will listen and go, oh, that's the bloke whose dad didn't rape anyone. That's just <laughs> the one bloke from the 21st century whose dad never committed a single sex crime as far as his son knows. Because <laughs> you'd, tell, you'd tell your son if you did, wouldn't you? You'd, have, you'd say... Over Sunday roast, always. Down, son, I've got something to tell you about. <laughs> 
Luckily, we, <laughs> luckily you're not mic'd yet. So uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> I told you, I told them we shouldn't go to the provinces. And they said, no, go. Go, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, Rich. I said, no, I'm not... I'm just not sure they'll be able to cope with being so close to someone like me. <laughs> they'll get overexcited. Um, so, hey, you were, were you in We the Jury? I love that show with uh, yes. James Acaster's pilot. That should have been yes. the series. Yes, that was a nice gig. That was lovely. James Acaster's doing very well. Yeah, he's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. He was very shy that day. Was he? Yes. I, I thought that was a great. Me. I, thought, <laughs> no, I thought that was a great. Uh, great it was a really premise. good idea. Yeah. So it's the jury in the... It was focus on the jury in the, yeah. in the jury room. Yeah, and so like was, 12 angry men. Yeah, but, basically. Yeah. And every series it would be a new, new cast. So yeah. it's a brilliant, brilliant idea, actually. No one's ever done that before. So, but, you know, you win some and you lose some. Netflix well, might take it. He's all over Netflix. Well, that's he? it, yeah. So. That's, well, I mean, it's really interesting when someone who it probably is going to be the voice of their generation kind of starts up. Mm. you know or certainly an important figure and, and gets turned down by people who don't know that they've got something brilliant because yeah, <laughs> yeah. A it was, it was actually very good but also he's very good I remember when Alan uh, Davis was starting and he had like a uh, he tried to get a Radio 1 show and the, the executives were going yeah but we need someone like famous to be the you can't be the yeah, star of it brutal isn't it <laughs> and then you kind of go two years later he's on Jonathan Creek and on it's just kind of crazy that people mm. uh, the you know, they're just dicks, aren't they? That's the problem. Yeah. That's why my stuff doesn't get on. Because I'm, I'm too... It's actually too good for, the, for them to realise. Usually after 30 years of working, someone will go, come on, actually, he's quite good. That guy. <laughs> but with me, I'm so good that that hasn't even happened. It transcends. <laughs> it, it transcends. And watch Judge Romesh. I haven't seen you. You've been working with Romesh Ranganathan yeah, being a, that, that was... a clerk. That, that Another was, court-based thing. I know that that was um, that was uh, a job for the check, um, <laughs> basically because I'm not doing the, the second series. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a funny one because it's like a comedy panel show, like Judge Rinner, and they asked me to do it, and I'm like, I'm not a comedian. How much? Okay, I'll do it. I don't give a fuck because it was over the weekend, and so I could look after my kids and then just do a weekend job. Yeah. So I don't care about that shit. <laughs> and I was all right, but I knew there'd be a better person for the job. To okay. be honest, so. Who's got the? Who's I, I the don't know. Series? I think it's a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It is a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all right. It's all right I'm to be replaced that by a fucking puppet. puppet if it's a puppet of grand. you, if it's a puppet of you, and it just goes, I'm an idiot. I'm yeah, an idiot. Yeah, that, that's, that's okay. Yeah. And I still get the money. That's yeah, fine. That's okay. Uh, uh, and you, you ran the marathon with, yes. your bro- with both brothers? Both my brothers. Supposed to do it together. We start at the starting line all at the same time. Brothers, family, united. <laughs> they fucked off. <laughs> and I spent the whole time running with... Uh, oh, what's his name from Steps? Not H from Steps. H. Not H, because I'm friends um, with him now. Lee. Lee. Shit, Lee. This is that. before the Steps reunion, so they're having a bad time. Lee is training to be a personal trainer and trying to get into acting. I get his whole fucking life story. <laughs> I tried to lose him in a tunnel. <laughs> like the fucking Terminator. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. And did he not, he not once ask me a question? 
bullshit. But then, but then I saw him years later. They had the reunion, and we went to see their uh, like O2 gig, and he kind of vaguely remembered me. So I thought, <laughs> right. nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have just spent the whole time going, hey, look at you, you're doing steps. <laughs> you know, I, I've done. Do you do that all the way around? Uh, one person recognised him. Oh. I, one person, 26 miles, one person went, oh. Chaddy! I was like, oh, Lee, did that hurt? <laughs> do you want to stop running? <laughs> do you want to leave me alone? <laughs> what time did you and Lee from Steps manage together? <laughs> I think we got a good time. Did you? I can't remember. Four hours to forty. Fourteen. Forty. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all right. Four that's hours seventeen fifty. I did it in so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, faster than you and Lee from Steps. Yeah. Put yeah. together. Put together. I would have Forced been faster. Together. He dragged me with a lot. Of... <laughs> Russell. Russell did no training and got a really good time. He's like a whippet. He's very. He's got quite buff and fit though. He's got quite yeah. more recently obsessed yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. He's a manorexic. <laughs> he's obsessed. He? I think he's got, he's like, he thinks he's going to die. So if he's got muscles, he'll not die. Well, that's not, he's not going to die. Um, yeah, I've noticed that he's got that obsession with worrying about that. But he's like my dad, you know, yeah. the assassin. Yeah. <laughs> They're both like that. It's weird. Was Daniel's a hot mess? He knows, he knows. We, the minute you said he worked in IT, we had a picture. Yeah, we had a mental yeah, image yeah. of someone who looked like Russell Howard, but... But a hot been, mess. Yeah, <laughs> and sitting at a desk for a while. Yeah. Do you have any good um, embarrassing stories about Russell from his childhood that you have not revealed before that you can oh, tell no, us about? Oh, no, probably not, because then... Because <laughs> <laughs> he said loads about you when he came on the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, he's got nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing on me. Um, I mean, we used to play... well. Like they, they were the twins and I was the weird girl that used to talk to myself in the mirror. That was our family dynamic. But every now and again, Russ would be like, Kerry, do you want to come out and play football with us? You can be in goal. And I'd be like, oh, finally, the boys acknowledge me, I exist. So I'd run out and I'd put socks on my hands for gloves. And I, for years, when they let me play football, I thought I was so good in goal because I always stopped the ball with my head. Always. <laughs> like that. I'm really good at this game. Like, and then when I went to school and I was like, I can play football. No, I, I, I was really shit. I couldn't stop any goals because they weren't aiming at me. <laughs> True story. True fucking story. Kids are very cruel, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Siblings are very cruel. Very. Especially. Like, I think Daniel once put a pillow on my face and tried to kill me. Right. <laughs> but I think that's normal, right? That is. <laughs> it is if you've, you know, if you force someone out the womb. <laughs> yes, night, exactly, exactly, exactly. That is fair. I there's there's no legal dead. recourse. I was like, flush it, flush it, burn it, kill it, stab it. <laughs> so, I can see where that anger came from. <laughs> Well, look, we're nearly going to have to wrap up because I have to drive for two and a half hours after this gig and that's not on. Um, <laughs> what's that about? Um, what's coming up? What's coming up that you have? You've mentioned a couple of things. Is, is there stuff you can talk about that's um, coming up? I'm, I th- I'm all, yeah, I'm doing... They're doing a remake of Four Weddings and a Funeral. I'm in that. But it's for Hula, for America. So I don't think anyone's going to watch it. I'm like a <laughs> tiny bit part in it. Dipping my toe back in. I've just had a baby. All right. Um, I'm writing 
got myself a script commission. It's only for a pilot, but you never know. No Good. one will ever make it. <laughs> you know the like world. You, you know, you've, all these things have been made. It's incredible. So, like, even when I mean, many have gone to two or three series yeah, yeah. or more. So that's, that's such a success. It's such a weird business in terms of you can go, I've, got, I've had a commission. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, it's gone wrong. Yeah. Oh, I've got a pilot. Yeah. Oh, it's gone wrong. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. got a series. Oh, they don't want any more. Yeah. And so there's never, you know, you no never No one could quite... have called it in my family what's happened in my career. <laughs> Nobody would have called it at all. It's a proper shock. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see in 10 years' time what happens. Well, you're extremely good. You're definitely the second best person I saw for that job that I was auditioning <laughs> for. So... As long like as Jess. the other person, you know, gets no, Jess work. No, Jess is cool. No, Jess is fucking brilliant, <laughs> she though. Is she's very no, good. She Jess Nathit, she's funny. <laughs> she's very good. But, so, you're amazing. If you haven't seen uh, Kerry's stuff, do check out. It's all online, isn't it? You can yeah. see all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, do I've check out. I haven't got any merch. I should have merch. I didn't yeah. know we were selling bring shit. bring merch, yeah. You can come <sighs> and help me run my shop afterwards. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and uh, you can I talk won't. to me like I work in co-op. <laughs> uh, and... You can see her just in the street, walking around. Yeah, I'm around. Just come and so, chat to me. I'm she lonely. Works, she shops at co-op. I do. Uh, she hangs around with that woman off the telly, goes around the world with her son. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, no, no. If you see me with my mum, please ask for a selfie. She will lose her fucking tits. <laughs> no, that will make... She will, she will talk about that for months. Honestly, she does not get papped enough. She needs it in her life. I'll give her ten more years. And I need those 10 years for childcare. So, you're helping me. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. She's one of yours, Kerry Howard. You have been listening to Rahulastapa at the Bath Comedia with me, Rich Kering, and my guest, Kerry Howard. Thank you very much to Pest and also everyone at the Bath Comedia and also everybody at Go Faster Stripe and, and also everyone at ACAS. They've been nice too. I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. Thank you very much. This is a fuzz. GoFasterStripe.com and Sky Potato Production. Why not go to rahalastapa.co.uk to find out more about what this podcast is about and to sign up to become a monthly badger and get loads of extra stuff. Hooray! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening. RichardHerring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh, yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye.